Hey there, Screen Test listeners. I'm comedian Beck Hill, one of the hosts of Animator Z, a new podcast that's all about anime. And I'm rapper Shay Lingo. I'm a big anime lover, and together we're on an anime odyssey right now. Oh yeah, we're talking giant robots. And epic Viking battles. And a whole lot more. So whether you're an anime otaku, otaku, is that right, Shay? You go. Yeah. Or you're more anime curious like me, have a listen to Animator Z. Here's a little taste of what you'll hear. This one was the first time that I easily went, oh, this is this is a, an expression. So do you think that number three answered all of your questions from number one and two? Oh, absolutely not. No. <laughs> I was not expecting you to say. I mean, like, there's some, there's obviously a lot more answers than the other two uh, provided, but there's still so many. I mean, and if anything, I've got more questions now because I'm, I'm, even though I came out of that feeling really enlightened, I still don't quite understand the massive head. (laughs) That was a bit weird for me as well. Which I'm guessing again is symbolic, but I found hard to. Get your, get your head around. Yeah, ah, maybe that's it. There's a natural yeah. one. <laughs> we are absolutely thrilled to be joined in the studio by actress, author, podcaster and illustrator Jessie Cave, who is here to talk about Evangelion through the lens of her own experiences with franchises, illustration, pressure and grief. So what did you think of the film? It was quite nostalgic for me watching because my siblings were obsessed with anime and I grew up with, you know, I got home from school and one of my brothers was homeschooled and I would get home and he would quite often just be watching some kind of anime. And my son now, he, I mean, I know Pokemon isn't like, it, I mean, that is anime, right? Yeah, Pokemon? Pokemon. yeah, yeah great. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we are, he is like fully obsessed with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm basically living out a weird form of, I don't know, it's just every day is, is kind of drenched in nostalgia for my childhood and now with my own kids with Pokemon. Anyway, so watching this, it did feel just really nice and, and there were so many themes in it that I really related to and I just forgot how I haven't sat down and watched a whole anime for a long time. I've mm. kind of dipped in and out. Like, oh, the first one is like, oh, the first one's pretty standalone, but it's a bit slower. Yeah. This one, it feels like a film, you know, like it's a roller coaster. Yeah. It feels like it's really spit into two parts as well because the first half is just all action Mm. it just feels Mm. like that goes on forever Mm. and then you at first because I'm so used to watching things that are just so quick and so dense with dialogue and then just to have long running action sequences and beautiful artwork and just looking at it as if it's a painting and sometimes worrying if the if it's just frozen my screen because Mm. it's just (laughs) static but beautiful and then someone starts speaking or there's a bit of lovely music and yeah it felt really just it was just a beautiful thing to watch and a kind of an antidote to what my normal life is like and what, what I usually watch. What do you usually watch? Um, CBBS. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say you had any like preconceptions or any kind of expectations of Evangelion? And if so, what were they? Or how did it like, kind of differ from the type of stuff that you would have expected from it? Well, the first half, it, I was like, okay, this is what I expected. This is, you know, lots of explosions, lots of instructions. And yeah, but then when it started getting a bit more heartfelt and deep and re- like really moving, that did surprise me. I felt quite enriched from the experience. I really do see the beauty in it. You're an illustrator. 
as we know. And you studied animation in uni, didn't you? How did you find, like, as someone who studied animation? Because I know that these films blew my mind. What What was the uh, reaction you had to that? I just always have had such... Like, I think I have more respect for animators than any other profession. Mm. I don't know, you haven't met my plumber. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, plumbers and gymnasts. I think they're the top three. Top three, just they're they're otherworldly. Yeah. The for for and animators, it's behind them. Yeah, exactly. I'm a um, gymnast animator. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even want to. Uh, There's just too threatening. I said to go to bio for you. That's a triple threat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's because of the patience involved, because it's just days and days and days to get one frame. I mean, the tiniest bits of action that have, have been weeks of these people's lives and I just think that patience is just so just I I just I can't ever imagine being that patient so that's why I didn't uh, continue with animation (laughs) and um, I have always in my work tried to cut as much time as possible out of the process to get to the point and I think that's the opposite of animation because it's like a, a, a life mission to create um, a moving image that is takes your breath away and so I yeah I just I found this absolutely beautiful and almost like each each frame was was like a an oil painting once you do key into right this is this is art what I'm watching then it's just well it's one of those films where you could take a frame at any point and put it up on your wall and Mm -hmm. people go wow that's beautiful or that's fascinating or you know definitely yeah Mm. I so yeah, I have such huge respect. It's a team though. It is a team. Yeah, There's so many people that go into it. Yeah, yeah. I've always I always fantasized if I had been an animator of like what my job would be. Yeah. And um my favourite one would have been to do the black outline. Oh, like, the inking. Just love that. Just love wow. it. That's also my favourite thing to teach my children when they're doing drawings. I'm like, you haven't done the outline. Yeah. You have to do the outline. Yeah. And it I kind of brings everything to life a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I just love it. Given that you have experience with like franchise working on franchises can you speak a little bit about like the experience of living with a character for a long time and how you dealt with that and with like fandom and people's experiences of that character like how how is it to like have to exercise that patience do you know what I mean like in real time well I've just you have to kind of be at peace with the fact that you're in something bigger than your career will ever be so Harry Potter is a franchise that will live forever and and I think for a while it was quite overwhelming because I thought, well, surely, given that it was like almost 14 years ago, yeah. I'll be able to do work that will, it won't be the first thing that's mentioned. But having now that, now that it has been 14 years and it is literally the first thing people say about me and will continue to be and it has been. Yeah, I, I'm kind of, I like it. I really like it because it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's, it, I'm, everyone is the product of what they've done and yeah that's that's fine I think the other thing that's <laughs> slightly strange is that I was cast because of how I look so I was cast because I wore a, a pink bandana to the audition and then they thought oh let's put a pink bandana on her in the in the thing and you you have to accept that you're becoming almost a cartoon mm-hmm. because they curled my hair and they they made me wear the pink bandana and because I dress quite quirkily you know they made the character dress quite quirkily and yeah which means there was a blurred line between who you are and who the character is exactly so from that moment on I had to decide right do I continue to wear bandanas like I like wearing them or do I separate myself from the character Mm. but that character was part of me so Mm. what do I do 
And I just decided to just continue to dress as I do and not really care about it. But that does mean that in everything I do, people think, oh, why is she dressing as Lavender Brown? And why is she doing that? Yeah. And, and you came first. Yeah. And it's, mm. so it's slightly boring, but... I don't mind. I think it's quite cool that they stole my bandana for a film. <laughs> I mean, it became a bit iconic. Yeah. For that so, character, do you know what I mean? Fine. So, Yeah. I mean, also what's so strange is that you realise the art behind making a movie. So, And everything, everyone has a, a very specific job. So when I turn up to the audition wearing a bandana that I just got from a vintage shop and like, you know, tied around my head roughly without any thought... When they see me and then they put me into the idea, right, you're, now you're going to be in a film and now we have to do this 50 times and it has to be the same, the, the bandana has to look the same 50 times. So they would then, you know, iron the bandana and then fold it very carefully and then put very, you know, see-through elastic bands to tie it so that's 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 neat and then, you know, tie it. And then, you know, the way they tied it every day would be like, oh, which way did we tie it? And, you know, it, it was so, so detailed. And I was like... But, to make it look like you've just chucked it off. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, but it, it looks better like I did before yeah. but that's not how things are made you know they have to everything has to be overthought yeah. mm. they turned your like your like impulsive moment or a moment of chaos for you into like a science mm -hmm. that's crazy yeah that's really gracious of you to, to have come to that conclusion over all this time because I, I imagine that there were moments where it was quite confusing and frustrating stuff and, and uh, in fact you um, recently released your first novel Sunset Congratulations, yeah, by the way. I was going to say congratulations. I saw your story when you finished it and you like put up the picture of your little workroom and I was just like, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. You must have felt such a, like, such a relief. Yeah, it was a huge undertaking, which I didn't really think about when I said that I would do it. You know, when you just, you say yes to something and you're like, oh, you don't have to do that for a, a while. And then you kind of, you slowly work on it and then, then it gains momentum and then suddenly it's your, you're consumed by it. Yeah. And then you're like, well, how so did this you're happen? Like, you're like Shinji agreeing to buy <laughs> the Evas. That's basically what's happened. Is exactly. He didn't know what he was signing up for. Gets consumed. <laughs> so next you just uh, become a god form, I guess. Something basically. like that. Start and then we impact. restart the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do feel like I've kind of, after it's now been, you know, it's out and it's, it's kind of flying free. Mm. I do feel like I've had to now almost start again with my life because... It was such an ordeal, the whole process. And also the, the subject matter itself yeah. is, is quite intense. Yeah. And, and did you find that that connected to the films at all as well? Absolutely. So, yeah, my brother died two years ago. And in these two years, I've written this book and had a baby and feel like my whole life has turned upside down and changed and I'm a new person. But I have this history and I have, I have my memories. And that's why I found so moving about this film because... Karu, when they're playing piano together and when they're kind of bonding and it, he's counselling Shinji and basically saying towards the end of the film that we are, well, this is what I took from it. I might be completely wrong. No, that's but, why we have you here. We want your take. Words. Well, he's basically saying that we'll meet again and everything that's happened is that no one's gone, yeah. you know, that you can still take your memories and live with those memories and carry on. And just because you can't feel them here doesn't mean that they've disappeared. Mm. Um, wow. So that's what I took from it. But I might be wrong. And so, yeah. No, I, no, I, don't, I, don't, think, okay. I don't think there <laughs> is any wrong way to interpret this. Yeah. Like and if there was, it definitely wouldn't be that. No. Okay. <laughs> exactly.